Greetings in the name of the Most High. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of amazing that uh, we have such uh, evidence of really the end of time. And, and, you know, you can look at it a couple of ways. Like politically, <clears throat> you can say, okay, this is, uh, you know, the, the planned takeover, right? Operation Lockstep. It's a political thing. It's been... Uh, planned for decades and decades and, and you know, 100 years or more. Uh, this big takeover in this one world government and they want to base it on, you know, communism, socialism for the masses and uh, just um, <clears throat> a life extension and uh, pleasure, let's just put it that way, pleasure uh, for the elites and they even brag about it. And so, you know, and I said, well, how come they're, if they brag about it, like if... Um, if the controllers are the you know the front men you know the Schwabs and the Hararis and the Bill Gateses and the uh, you know the World Economic Forum and the Bilderbergers and you know the Council on Foreign Relations if these people are out there you know boasting about it how is it that you have uh, so many minions and they're really just you know mindless minions you know uh, I, I, I like to call them uh, feeble-minded earth dwellers you know and and you see them on Twitter they they have no Wit, they don't have any way to have a comeback line after you say something or they do a comeback. You know, when someone does a comeback line, it just isn't really up to, you don't feel like commenting any further because it's, they're, you know, they're kind of compromised intellectually. I, I mean, I don't mean it snobbishly. What I mean it is, um, I don't mean it like that. It, there's a difference now. And um, that difference is... Um, well, it, it's uh, it's very noticeable, and um, and I've noticed too, even celebrities that are, um, you know, that 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 had been in the, you know, in the the, you know, the, the way back a couple of years ago, you know, three years ago, they had some, you know, snappy lines here and there. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know, call it wit if you like, but wit also is the. Um, you know, uh, it, it's an indic it's a, it's um things like um, satire, sarcasm. You know, th those things are uh, take more intelligence to be able to spin and create than say, you know, I don't like you. <laughs> Please stop saying that, <laughs> clown show. You know, um, and and all that stuff. So I've I've noticed this difference with um, famous writers like Stephen King. You know what I mean? Where you'd expect some wit. I, I, I just said to him yesterday, you know, because I don't, you know, he's a Trump derangement syndrome guy, right? All he thinks about is Trump. And um, that's all he comments on is Trump, you know, and, and, and MAGA people and guns. He goes, I got a new name for Republicans, Republicans, G-U-N-S. I'm like, you know, man, you know, look, Stephen King, you used to be witty, you know, I remember, and I read that, what was that book? Uh, you know, I read the, the Shining, I read the other one, um, the uh, the big one, the, the the Stand. Remember the Stand? I mean, I kind of lost interest with the the more popular Stephen King. Well, I carry a lot. I didn't read the book, but I, I like the Brian De Palma movie. Far superior to any other director. Anyway, um, but, you know, he used to be really pretty witty. I, what I liked about him was when he would talk about writing, and this is when I was getting into writing, I noticed this was true. 
he'd have like metal music on at full volume. You know, I mean, he has a writing studio. We all have to have a you have a place. You have to have a a safe space to write, right? And uh, so he would he would blare the music as a way to stop self editing. And I so I tried it, and it splendidly. It works beautifully. To, you know, so when you're writing, what you want to do. And I'm writing um, my second novel this year. Isn't that funny? It's 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 such a weird. Uh, now I'll tell you more about it as we get closer to uh, publication. Uh, but it's a novelization in a sense of Girl Next, but it fills in. It goes into places that I don't know if you want to go there. I mean, it goes into extreme lack of guilt. <laughs> you know? Just no conscience whatsoever, and you know, and but it, it kind of gets into the military industrial complex. It gets into the experiment that's going on there. It gets into more of the. In other words, you start seeing more of. Well, not start, but it's a whole different uh, approach to it. And I think it could just stand on its own two feet as its own novel. I don't necessarily know that it needs to be novelization. And then I've worked on the novelization of society with. Uh, uh, with the director. I don't know what his plans are, but we both have contributed to this version of society, which is a novelization of it, which is it's pretty good. I don't know that you learn much, you know, because, it again, it's it's a little bit satirical. I'm, and I'm not sure it really helps because the character that, that plays the, the main character, you know, Bill, good old Bill, is um, it's just kind of an everyman type. You know what I mean? And so it becomes a bigger metaphor of the, the, the rich stomping on the poor and, you know, class warfare. So I'm not sure that's going to be luminous, you know, in terms of, you know, I. it's funny with the strange, weird success of society over the years. Um, you know, I don't really think it can be duplicated. I think that was just like, a you know, why it's successful. I think it taps into... Uh, People's, you know, fantasy about the why do the you know soap operas about the rich and powerful? Why does everyone? Why do everyone watch it? They should be hating those people, right? But they so I I don't know unless you you know, and and having black comedy instead of you, you know normal drama, and then having you know the gaslighting and all the stuff that got in there was in there thirty year you know twenty five years before it became um, you know before people. Before people started talking about gang stalking and gaslighting and all that stuff, this is 25 years before that, right? This is back in 1988. <laughs> so it was, you know, and all that stuff's in there, you know. And it's, uh, you know, the uh, no, no kids, no, you know, no pedophilia, just just the idea of uh, the suggestion of it through uh, incest. I think is the, uh, you know, that the, there's a cult that. They all have sex with every everybody else, but they also have this shunting thing. Yeah, it's cool, but I think the girl next thing is is a definitely an exploration. It's definitely taken me on a journey, and had I've been forced to ask, you know, to to have really gotten a lot of uh, information about um, trauma based mind control programming. Holy moly! You know, there's there's like a difference between some hack job, right? Where, you know, you get the guy to, you know, go kill somebody, you know, programming breaks later on, then you got to go clean it up, right? You got to you know, do a little wet work. 
But uh, I'm talking about um, versus permanent, like a permanent change <clears throat> by, through the use of um, uh, carrier waves and data transmission along with high-voltage shock uh, treatments and then extreme hallucinogenics and other drugs to expand the mind to the point where it would have no other choice but to kind of push the old out and the new in, which should equal a new person. You know, so the carrier waves become a way of, uh, <clears throat> I mean, or any way of transferring knowledge. You know, someone's life, you know, recording of a life, you know, millions of terabytes of information, which a brain couldn't handle unless it was, you know, wide open. And then if it did work, then that would be all the subject would think about, I would think. I mean, they would just be that person. But I think the problem has been in the past that uh, programming breaks because people have a natural uh, healing mechanism within them. So when they try to do an L switcheroo of personalities, I think, you know, they can split people and create altars and all kinds of things, but those tend to, over time, will heal. And, and, and over time will change so that person would not be that person. For example, they could have been a, um, well, I've known people that they claim to have killed people in satanic rituals. I don't, you know, I, I try to stay out of all that. Like if I'm, you know, I try to suggest it without just going there. Some, you know, it's just so ugly. But, you know, and then they started coming too. They started their multiple personalities and, and all that. And, you know, um, you know, Satan's, I guess using people or using chosen ones for rituals or to recruit people. And then they come to healing. And then they remember also, though, leading people to their death. And I've had that. I've you know known people in that exact category. And... Um, as horrifying as that sounds, it's horrifying. You know, they're they're off the hook because, you know, they didn't do it. The programming did it, and then they 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 went along because all those um, you know constrictions within a soul, within a mind, you know, were not there to to block that level of evil. It was just seen as an everyday thing, and I'm noticing that same attitude, um, you know countrywide but at the same time i'm noticing that what's happening to the public and especially to the um the focus of the news seems to be on uh transgender um mutilization of uh, genitalia and you know that uh Republicans need to be locked up or what, you know, just this whole push and scourge toward an immorality <clears throat> that is, you know, usually part of the social engineering of what you might call a communist takeover. In this case, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, the, the people at the top are not, they're not communists. What they are is oligarchs who, um, no, who want to, uh, you know, control the world and control all people. Really, they want to to technocratically control them. You know, through uh, digital means, 
and have them, um, you know, j- just relegated to their little their little uh, area of living and their little oxygen and little buttons they push for work and, you know, to make them somewhat <clears throat> useful. But, I mean, the plan is ultimately they're not really necessary anymore. And so robots could replace them. So it's a matter of, well, how can we get rid of them without creating a huge, you know, a, a huge outcry. And um, And to that end, they've been... Apparently, there's quite a few. I, I, you know, I really didn't follow the, the surgery that long. The push of LGBTQ. I mean, I knew they were <clears throat> pushing for for children and all that, and now they've been set back a bit. But the the mutilating and then Planned Parenthood involved, and then the whole push of the U.S. government has been number one. You know, thing the U.S. government pushes is. Child sex trafficking, I would say, and then drugs, right, through the border and through a close association alignment with the cartels. Uh, the LGBTQ agenda completely across the board, including all countries. But the agenda <clears throat> seems to be focused on transgender, uh, um, what they call gender affirmation, and the gender affirmation, but I mean, I know what this is historically, so I mean, I can tell you, I'm going to tell you that. Um, this is what happens when one, when a people is conquered. You know, no one's ever told you you were conquered. You, you guys, were, we were all conquered. And then this kind of thing comes right in with the conquering throughout history. You geld the males, right? So they can't, they can't fight back and they can't uh, stage a rebellion. And then... Propagandize everyone so they believe one group is, you know, anyone that's patriotic is evil and needs to be killed <clears throat> or locked up or taken away. And then the people going along with it all are told that they're going to be rewarded for their, you know, for their fidelity. Okay. So here's the, the problem with that. First of all, they're not going to be rewarded for their fidelity. But they are doing what happens when a people is conquered. I'm surprised that people haven't um, used the word conquered so much because this is how a conquering, they don't tell you who the, who the foe is. So, you, so, you know, you're not in history class. You can read, you know, the Visigoths overcame the, uh, the Goths or overcame, the, you know, the Romans or whatever. Um, <clears throat> uh, you're not going to read that. So you don't know where you are in it. But the conquered, you know, the, the, they, they conquered the world with the COVID. You, know, you were part of history. And then once they conquered the people, they, they sought to go totalitarian on the whole globe and started locking people down. And, and you know, and the, they started, for, you know, pretty much force vaccinating through, through high pressure tactics. Many that took the jab, many, you know, millions uh, have had health problems and death. And then they started pushing the next phase of the conquering, which is, of course, you know, they got the president in. So never another election, you know, in other words, showing you you have, when they show you what they're doing, which they did in 2020, what they're doing there is they're, they're acclimating you to being a slave, they're, you know, to going along, because you did go along. You did get conquered. You didn't do anything about it. So you're basically now a slave. And... um that's why I always get so, 
amused with people that that want to argue about this because this is not even left or right or this is we're we're trying to track what happened here and not whether you like it or not or <clears throat> sorry about my throat I'm uh, something in there so so the whole idea to a conquered people would be then you know the the sort of immorality of um, you know, anything that's against, you know, say the common sense of the Bible or something, the Bible being a good, um, you know, set of ethics. And to throw all that out the window and do the opposite of that even. In other words, to cause degradation to the society. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. That should help. I that. Whoa. Uh, I had well, I'm well, sorry. Cool. Okay, good. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so when you conquer people, then you know the, the gelding of the males, of course. You know, happens the, um, the 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 subjugation of the people. Now the spoils are the you know, it's not the virgins now. It's it's the children and the women, the women and the children and whoever uh, for sexual uh, use. That's what a conquering people does. You talk to the, they talk to kids at the border. They go, well, they're pimping us out. Yes, the kids are being pimped out at the border. How <laughs> long have I been saying this? We've been tracking this stuff for years and years. And the thing is, is that you know what you come to the conclusion of, and why the people before us never really got it right, is because half the time they were covering it up and didn't know it. You know. But um, it's it's funny, you know. It's been right before our eyes, and we know from the Bible, you know, Matthew eighteen six. We know that if we don't do something to protect our children, we're going to suffer judgment of the living God. It'd be better we were thrown in the depth of the sea and drowned. So, you know, we've been saying this over and over again, and um, it seems that. Nobody could do anything about it. I mean, you know, you're not. What are you going to do? Go down there with a with a gun and you know, bring law and order back to the border? I mean, I don't think so. So there's that practical problem too. We don't have the means to do it. You know, so we were conquered from the get go. All that wealth and privilege. You know, look at look at how idiotic celebrities are now. But then all this by design, though. All this by they—they're—they're they're slaves of the people that made them celebrities, right? So we know that, and they're supposed to influence the public, and they have to—they have to—they have to read whatever script they're given. And lately, they're—they're. I think this is on purpose. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. This dumbing down thing is just—it—you it, haven't seen the last of it yet. And we're talking. People that seem to have a different person, like dull. They've been dulled. They're dull. They're dull people now. They say stupid things. Or they do stupid things, like, um, you know, like, like some of their appearances, like Madonna, or like, you know, they say, well, she's just trying to desperately stay in the limelight. And I'm like, nah, this is an engineering, this is social engineering, using, they own the celebrities, they bought the celebrities, they pay them hundreds of millions of dollars a year, you know, billions a year. So I guess they get to uh, use them when they want to. 
And so they're they're setting the trend of you know they all uh, are going trans. They're they've all gone gay, pretty much, right? And, oh, look, so and so is in a secret relationship with you know. So they're doing that thing all over the place, and then of course their kids are all transitioning, right? Because they have to be. They have to. They have no choice. They have to do that. They think they're 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 you know virtue signaling and you know, being good citizens, and they're the victim. They're overcoming the oppression of, of the Trump supporters or something. That's what motivates them. And that's all they talk about, you know? They talk about Trump all day long, and and it, it's really gotten sick. I mean, it's like we're kind of forgetting, you, you know, I realized that Trump was, uh, you know, made some horrible mistakes and, you know, not only lost the presidency, but lied to everybody and lost, you know, we've tried to tell people this. But, you know, he shut the economy down. And he lied about the jabs. And a lot of people died. So I don't know about you, but I never have, and I see the way that the whole thing is shaping up, that he's, you know, not really having the, you know, the panache that he had before. He's really, his time has kind of come and gone. He was, um, he did, my reason for, you know, any kind of support was the economy. And a lot of people had jobs, a lot of people were making money, and that was fine. But uh, being beholden to, you know, I mean, you know, he's still compromised as a person. So, I mean, I I don't think you're ever going to find any pure pure blood or pure heart that would ever run for president. That's the other thing. I, I I think this, you can stick a fork in this country. This place, because you see the, you know, the immorality goes and then the next step. And it's, it's again, targeted immorality, crafted immorality, the mystery of iniquity. Okay, you're not talking about just people deciding on their own here and there to walk on the wild side. That is not what's going on. This is a force, but it's a force designed by, you know, little doctors, scientists, PhDs, whatever, to uh, conform the world. And, and again, we used to talk about conformity here, right? Well, folks, it's out in the open. We talked about gang stalking here. We said it was going to go mainstream. It has gone mainstream. It is now mainstream. It is everywhere. Everyone, all the time, is involved in gang stalking. Why, how is that possible? How can they lasso a bunch of people and put them in the hive mind and, and psychic link them together and have them, you know, come after you? How can they do that? Or or whoever. And then I've noticed it. So anyway, I considered a big simulation. Big game, folks. It's a big game. But the people acting, or the actors on the stage, they're not the ones doing it. It's the writer and the director, the people behind the scenes. They're the ones that are crafting it, not the... Dupes that are out there in the in the limelight. They're they're nobodies in in the end. You know what I mean? They're not even guys like you know, I mean they paraded so many in front of us, but you know, most of them are just, you know, sellouts that got that, you know, had the, the, you know, the won the talent contest and got in the limelight. You know what I mean? But they had to be first and foremost owned. Or they you know, you can't put them out there. Unless you own them because they don't know what they're going to do. They have to be beholden or conformed to the system, to the celebrity system. And that means 
anything that has to do with the overthrow of the country or the, the world or the freedom of the world or, you know, climate change or anything, any of those things that they've created um, so that they can feel good about themselves, so they feel that they are, you know, doing the right thing for society and that society is wrong and needs to be corrected. And in that light, they start, they start in. I can tell you right now that in you know dustbin of history, this will be dust pretty soon, probably. Don't be surprised if it doesn't go to that point. Um, but in that, you know, dystopian dust, people will see the ca- root causes. You're going to see the controllers. You're going to see the books. You see the white papers. You see the planning. You see the social engineering and the for, the brute force, the, the bl- blunting force they use. Which, by the way, trauma-based mind control doesn't work. Why? Because the programming breaks. Always. And if they tell you differently, they're lying. Go look it up. See, that's the problem. Once they program people, they have to, they have to keep doing it. So what what, why is that important? Because to, we, the public, are being, you know, control, mind-controlled, if you will, by the use of, um, you know, frequencies, frequency weapons now with 5G. Uh, but we all have always had the, frequent, the frequencies going, you know, uh, through, you know, through digital means, through all, all of our digital devices, and frequencies basically are, are, you know, telling us that, uh, you know, the only future is in obey, obeying, you know, that you have no future, that you, there is no future. There is, you're on your own. There is nobody, you know, you, 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 you're, you're going to have to give in uh, in order to have any kind of life. You know, they're, 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 these people are everywhere. And they are everywhere. And I'm sorry there's so many of them in the United States, but... You have that many traitors? They, look, look, let's call it what it is. They got duped into the program, okay? We all know what the program is. And they thought they were doing right, or they, had a, they, were, they, were, they were improving society. They thought they were going to make a difference. And then this entire, this entire thing was revealed to the whole world of who the rulers really are, not the countries and certainly not the people. They're last. And nobody has really sat down and, and, and you know gotten this thing lined up and lined out and figured out. I, I just feel like we're in this, we're in the middle of it, but we can't see. They're doing it, but we blame, we point the finger at other people, other things, like, you know, the, 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 like uh, again, um, we don't see the root cause. And you know, they make it look like, oh, a social injustice. When that's not at all what's going on, that's part of the plan, the control of what these people are doing. But you can't tell anyone that. Ben's is chewing on his bone here. That's why that's loud. I'm sorry. Ben's. He just... Does he have to have that right now? He Everywhere I go, he goes... He gets under my feet. He's behind me. And uh, 
Yeah, he's something. I mean, you know, Eli has taught him to bark at any kind of dog, and now the two of them are conspiring. And they're really loud and awful now if they see a dog outside the car. Okay, that's it. Come on, get out of there. I see you have that bone. He won't let me. He thinks I want it. He's keeping it from me. Then he waves it in front of my face. Then he pulls it back. Trish, what am I going to do? It's loud. Yeah, he's teething. Okay. And we do know that through the power of prayer over the years, I'm sorry we have missed this. You know, this first is out. We're thinking about now doing, I think we're going to call it for the fifth. That'll be Sunday night, Monday morning, 3 a.m. for the prayer group, if everyone is, you know, amenable with that. Then we'll just have it on the fifth of every month. And it'll be, uh, maybe we can come up with a clever slogan like, uh, well, Govinda had that one, you know, 20 on 20. And uh, I don't know. Anyway, now I'm just thinking five. Are there five people? Five? Uh, remember the 5th of December. Remember the 5th of December. Okay. Okay, so. Now someone's calling me here. No, I can't do this on the phone right now. I'm sorry. It sounds like I better. Okay. Okay. All righty. All right, let's move on. So the social, you have to look at the whole globe and see the synchronicity of it all. And, you know, it's a top-down conformity, top-down, you know, military-style obedience, and, you know, top-down command command and control. The people that are making that happen, please, the people that are making that happen, okay, that's, now we've got this, sorry. Sorry, she looped. She looped all the wires, so I can't, you know, crippling me. All right, try to get back to it now. So I know she crippled. She she trying to make the wires look better. Never mind. I still use wires. Okay, so now we've talked about this whole thing, you know, for years and years, and that this would come. And then it's it's come. You know, I remember what I really got a, a lot of insight into it was the chemtrail program. You know, the the, the uh, you know the uh, the jet exhaust and the you know just all that. And no one seen it you know, over every country on earth. And a top down control on that. And then eventually you saw it with COVID. Top down control. Every government doing exactly what uh, you know Klaus Schwab told them to do. One day Klaus Schwab actually got on the stage and said. We are the rulers of the earth. You must obey. I mean, he just literally said that to the world. And, of course, he's hated now, you know. Um, so this top-down control goal 
is not only depopulation, but it's um, not just conformity, but it's to break the individual will and spirit and raise the person back up as a, you know, a dutiful, you know, robot. Really, a robot's the best example. Uh, you know, dial in exactly what they want. So they've lowered the IQ. They, they, they don't want morality because one of the ways that useless eaters can earn their keep is to provide sex, especially if they're young. That's what they're expected to do. They have to, otherwise they're useless. So, so they're employed to do just that. And that's the push right now is not just the sexualization of children. They say, well, don't say groomer. Well, grooming, you know, grooming children for um, sex is, uh, you know, that's the right terminology. I know people don't like the term grooming because they think it means that you think, you know, it's LGBTQ only. Well, no, there's a lot of people not affiliated with any of that. They're grooming children for sex. They're, okay, they're brutalizing girls and boys and trafficking them to sexual situations and killing them if they disobey, okay? Is that better for you? Fuck grooming, okay? How's that? Does that fit your little bigoted view of the world? Good. <laughs> it's amazing. And all these people online who are embracing all of this, you know, really doing, you know, they, they're, they're actually calling, you know, Biden the best president ever, but you don't realize Biden is just a clone of Macron, a clone of what's, you know, New Zealand, a clone of Australia, a clone of, you know, the EU. There is no Biden. It's a collective. It's it's a collective. So it's organized crime. It's organized, uh, but when you call the shots, it's not criminal. It's organized. What, what what's really organized is the is the it's the getting hold of consciousness as the weapon of choice. They decided, you know, in the fifties or the forties to go after consciousness, consciousness. Your thoughts, your, your, your everyday waking reality, consciousness. And to entrain that to be uniform across the board. If they push a button that you die, you jump off the cliff. They tell you to, uh, to, to kill someone, you kill them. They tell you to um, you have sex, you have it, whatever. And you know they want to instill this, like I said, the youngest amongst us in, in, in children, and they're the top people are their top, you know, participants in all this, which is, you know, pretty much the celeb world and, you know, across sports, entertainment, whatever. Um, you know, they, they, uh, they're, in the, they're in that system. You know, they, in other words, there's... What, what defines a person, do you think? You know, character, your personality, the way you... The way you react to things, who you really are, you know that's that's your soul. That's your soul coming through, and you know being here in a body. So what they're trying to do is get rid of your soul and just program you like a machine. And so they're using the degradation of, you know, gelding people, children, and 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 creating social mores of. I don't know. The latest one is the. Um, the, the the defending marriage act and they want to defend uh you know gay marriage and all that which you know again if it had to do with that i'd say it has to do with that but it doesn't have to do with that nothing has to do with that nothing 
that they say they're doing, they're doing. None of it. Zero. Every single thing they say isn't what they're doing. It's just programming you to accept it. They program, I'm just using the lines from Girl Next. These are lines from Girl Next. They program you to accept, but they don't know that they are a program of a program to begin with. The programmers are programmed. All right, that's enough of that. Now get down there. He ran after, he ran after the bone. Oh no, don't come back here. So they program you to accept, but they don't know that they are a program of a program. Most people are clones, if you want to talk about you know, consciousness, or program clones. In other words, there was a program of America, a program you know, using television sets and radio, you know, various uniformity, conformity programs around the world that have been there our whole lives. And people would conform to TV commercials, billboards, uh, things you hear on the radio, uh, rock stars, um, you know, saying to go Satan, you know, and, and uh, you know, th- there was that push. And then, and then rap, you know, go gangsta. And on and on and on and on. And, you know, and on and on and on and on. And um, having big rallies against the oppressor to show your true pride colors and take the rainbow as your own symbol. And, uh, and, then, and then, you know, drag queen story time where now the... Children are being are going in drag for the adult entertainment. So now it's now finally you got your wish. You got what I predicted for twenty years. Twenty years of accuracy here. Because it wound up exactly where I said it would be. Exactly to the penny. To the penny. So I think I'm pretty well qualified to talk about what's going to happen next. Well, once they get what they want, total, once they reach total compliance, of course, and, you know, population reduction, you know what it is. It's basically, if, if you want to know what's going to happen in the future, all you have to do is watch videos of China and the rounding up the citizens to put in concentration camps, which is happening now. They just built the camps, and now they're putting the citizens in there. Watch how they treat the citizens in China and you'll see what they have planned for you. Now, I believe that statement will uh, will age very well. Very, very well. That statement will age extremely well. And if you notice, you know, and you can't talk to anybody. Like, like okay, if you get involved in, they try to, like, the people of the establishment, you know, who claim to be now, what, I guess, Democrats as opposed to, well, don't do Democrat or Republican. I wouldn't do either one of them. They're both corrupt and they're both disgusting. The, the country's disgusting. It's all disgusting. It's totally disgusting. I mean, it's totally embarrassed. Sometimes I get Tourette syndrome. I just like start yelling at somebody on the street, you know. But the whole, the whole program of, you know, of uh, social justice warrior, virtue signaling, LGBTQ, all that, all of it was programming. None of it was actually real. And like you saw with the masks and the jabs, you see how they went along. 
Yeah, I could take you to a to a to a you know an Albertsons supermarket or you know it's kind of falling apart now, but it used to be a supermarket or a Kroger and take you in there, and I guarantee you're going to see quite a few people with masks on. They got the new mask thing going now. You know these are these. They go well. Why are the sheep going around and around in circles all over the world? Um because they're using frequencies to shape the sheep's behavior. And it's happening all over the world, too, as an apocalyptic warning of God that you saw that, right? When you see the sheep going in circles, you know it's time to prepare to meet the Lord. This is a sign for you. Not to be afraid. Please, let's not go there anymore. That's just the worst thing. But just to be, you know, ready. You know, if, if um, you know, probably the, the biggest scourge would be, you know, either some kind of disease or a nuclear war or some combination or whatever it is. You know, if it breaks out, it'll break out very quickly. You won't even have time to catch your breath. And before you know it, you're going to, you know, so that's what to keep your eye on, what kind of preparations you need, what other people around you might need help for them. Um, you know, the, the, the banking, they're threatening more and more to take, uh, to take our bank accounts and, you know, but really what that means, again, let's translate what I've been saying for 20 years. What they want to do is the reason they hired the 87,000 agents is because they detected that most of the wealth that's untapped in this country is with the middle class in their savings accounts and their little investment accounts and their in their 401ks, you know what I mean? It's just trillions stuffed away there. And they want to, they want to steal it. They, they see that money there and they want it. And, oh, we had a failure. Oh, your 401, oh, I don't know what happened. But, you know, and, oh, gee, this was just terrible what happened. I'm so sorry you lost all your money. No, you stole it. But again, like everything else, you never, ever, 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 ever get a straight answer. You never, ever know who you are, where you are, when you are. You don't know anything. And if you don't get your wits about you pretty soon, I could just see people collapsing in the street from, you know, beam weapons, from having their phones on in their pockets. People have a phone, they look at it, next thing you know, they turn around and, and, they, and they die instantly. That's a uh, death from the sky weapon, a sat weapon, probably more so than a, than a, than a, than a 5G, but, but we'll see on that point. It's a moot point. But, um, okay, so if it's the way you say it is, Zeph, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what, it may be, it's actually worse than I'm saying, but you know, even in the documentary that we did that um, we're just kind of trying to finish up like legal stuff and all that. I didn't go, you know, I, I, I held back on a lot of points. I mean, there's some stuff that's just too ugly and, and if the public isn't ready for it, you just can't say it. But I mean, they're ready for, you know, pedophilia i think but they're not ready for you know sexual trauma against children and or 
you know, murdering them if they don't comply. You know, I mean, they're not ready for you know, That's a lot to say. So probably, you know, um, there's there's a lot in there that uh, suggests other things. But I, I think, you know, discretion was the better part of valor in my case. Because you're talking about, you know, dealing with the public, not just the Zeph report, right? But, um, yeah. It wasn't even my idea to do it, but now it's like, <laughs> I guess it's all me. And, um, you know, how I came to write the uh, the first draft of society, which morphed into a million directions differently, but some of the key things stayed. And I think I've always given credit to everybody involved there. I don't think I, I was, I'm not a glory hog, you know what I mean? It's definitely a collaborative effort, but I did write the first the first thing, and I used to lock it up. So it's an inter- interesting story how the, the society project actually became kind of a part of my healing. But then again, it was another 10 years, another decade after that, before I actually believed that there were, that the world was, you know, Satan. Which I knew in the, which I knew when I was like four. You know what I mean? It was blocked out from all the way to, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, so when I wrote that, I you know I did get that uh, one phone call from someone that read the script and told me it was all real, and I kind of did flip out there. But then I I went back to my programming, which was the world is you know there's nothing you know it's you know leave it to Beaver Disneyland all that the the, the surface view of all that stuff, and um, you know but and I and I hoped that was the case, and I was willing to take on that I was just sick and. My poor parents really needed to 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 take care of me and and family and then friends and peers and teachers and uh, you know evil psychiatrists and everything else just wanted to take care of me. Now you're you're chewing on this in the microphone. Now come on. Okay. Jeez. He, okay, I am sorry that he's 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 become uh, you know that menacing. I, I I don't understand. He well, he's got that bone. He wants to make sure that we give. I, I acknowledge he has it. <laughs> anyway, um, so back then I remember you know in the, the midst of uh, I was you know in my twenties I was. I'd already taken the hit, you know, taken the rap. I I was like, yeah, it's my fault. It's all my fault, you know what I mean? I'm just, um, you know, messed up and and uh, d- delusional and sick and and uh, yeah, mentally ill and so, you know, uh, and not my family, not their friends, not their friend, not the society, nothing, right? It's me. And as long as I had that programming in place, it's me, then uh, I was allowed to walk around kind of in a Truman Show way and keep their eye on me. You know, and, and you know, they, I was pretty much a, uh, also institutionalized. I couldn't, I couldn't really make it very far in the outside world uh, because I'd been there so long. That, you know, you, you, it's, it's very, very difficult. You know, you, the outside world is chaos. 
And then I mean that in terms of mood and affect and depression and a million other things. But I mean, all that, all that to hide, to discredit um, anyone from talking about that story, about, you know, um, satanic abuse, satanic rituals, and, uh, you know, sex involving children, satanic rituals involving children, all that stuff. They don't want you to talk about it. And if you talked about it back then, you know, you would wind up in the loony bin pretty much or silenced or jail or dead. And, you know, it's funny that we had uh, the, the Richard Stanley, a director, he directed Color Out of Space with Nicolas Cage, the last thing he did. And, you know, I think he's gearing up to do something else. But he was, we don't really agree. I mean, he doesn't agree with, with me at all that any of this is really real. He believes that, uh, you know, like the satanic panic of the 80s was a, was a, uh, you know, a mind virus that was like mind control sent out, you know, to have people screaming and yelling that, you know, they were, they were, you know, secretly aligned to, you know, the eating children, you know, Pizzagate, all that stuff was really part of a mind virus that ruins people's lives. And it's, it's, it's very dangerous, this virus. So he's blaming the victims. And in, in our documentary, I believe, he's in it and and it's kind of funny because I, I this is what I would tell him now if I could talk to him because I mean I don't mind that he has his I, I don't I care if we disagree but the thing is is like well do you promise me please promise me that's the way it is he said well my proof is that there's not and this is not on the uh, in the cut but my proof is that you know uh there's never any evidence. The mass graves that, you know, all this, uh, you don't see it. Where's the evidence? And, and my word back is, well, my dear friend, they get rid of all the evidence, including all the people. I mean, it's a done by the, the actual government itself. It's, it's um, you, you know, everyone is surveilled who conforms to Satan. You know that after that, from that day forward, you're surveilled 24-7. And if anyone gets out of line talking about it, then, you know, that's where the gang stalking comes in. That's where the, 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 the careers get ruined. That's where everything goes down the tubes for that person. Everybody else takes that as an example, and they shut up, and they cover up the evidence. That's why there's never been evidence, because it's always been covered up, because people can't bring it forth, because you have the entire weight of the government and, and large corporations and everything, keeping that lid on it for, you know, who knows how many thousands of years, you know? But then again, the initiation into Satanism is always a secret ritual. So they have to keep it, for spiritual reasons, it has to remain a secret, you know? Even if it's an open secret, it still has to remain a secret. And, okay, so there's that, that aspect uh, as well. And that's my answer back to him, is just, you know... You don't realize how powerful this situation is. It's a global phenomenon. It's a, it's, it's one of the, a, a proof that man has fallen, right? It, it's a proof that the fall is very profound. You know, a third of the angels and possibly two-thirds of men fell. You know, and so they're going to go along. And that's, that they, they fell, they, whatever, the flesh is weak. You know, some, some repent if they think better. Most people don't really care about their souls. They don't really think they even have one. They don't think there's a devil. They don't think there's God. 
They don't think they're beholden to anyone except themselves. Look at Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. There's no God in that man's life. He, he is his own God. <laughs> you know, he's proud of it, actually. It's, it's, I wondered, you know, I was like, I did it my way. Is, is that something to be proud of? I don't think that's, that's something you should be proud of. I think the Lord says, and it's very, very clear, and we need to, you know, we really need to get, uh, you know, way, way, way more into a lot of this wisdom in the scriptures, and, and I'm going to do that. Um, but of all the Bibles that I download, the problem is, is that, uh, you know, they, they're always asking for money and trying to hook you. But anyway, what I was going to say, though, is that, uh, you know, the Bible says, you know, don't, don't, be, don't rely on your own understanding. For my thoughts are greater than your thoughts, and my ways are greater than your ways. You know? And not everybody knows the depths of Satan, how far the rabbit hole goes, do you? If you mention an external act, that's not quite a little bit. Like if you mention, uh, I know Ben's going crazy. Anyway, if you mention um, cannibalism as the end of the uh, the end of the rainbow, um, yeah, well, that's an external act that uh, that uh, they they're getting people to do by taking processed foods that have uh, aspects of of human flesh in them, and that's how they can promote cannibal. You know, world of cannibalism, a world of idolatry, a world of, you know, Satan would be the opposite, wouldn't he? What is that? Is that a wave? What is that out there, Trish? It looks like a big wave. I know it's not. I know it's an illusion. I just saw a wave coming here. Well, that would have been the end of that. <laughs> um, so, and we also mentioned in, in, in prior podcasts that they're ahead of us in time. Because whoever is laying down the illusion or the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the game board is always ahead in time just by the very nature of being the one that puts the game board down for you to follow on. Okay, so we're all on this game board. We're all being messed with and programmed. The frequencies are off the hook. Let me tell you the frequency. Basically, ELF frequencies, uh, radio frequencies, uh, and all kinds of other stuff in there, too. Carrier waves that contain zillions of, you know, information, images, pictures, formulas, uh, this, that, you know, how to speak, how to talk. I've actually heard that, you know, and, and then the people that are programmed, then they go program other people. So you become a program of a program. Further back in time, more a slave, less, you know, your individuality is gone out the window. It's all what the group thinks. And once you achieve that, which the kids have already gotten there, then the next step is violence. You know, random shooting, you know, shooting the adults. Don't you see? It's the same pattern over and over again. And that's what it's got nothing to do with sex or liberation or gay marriage or any of these other, you know, or Black Lives Matter or any of it. It's all using the, the whole concept, the Yelinsky concept of the oppressor and the oppressed. 
So Hillary Clinton's rhetoric is always doing that. So that now when the, the women get out there and march for, with the pussy hats on and they don't have any rights and they're marching and screaming and yelling at you know, Donald Trump, you, you know, it, it, it may look like folly to someone that has actually, a, 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 to a thinking person, to an actual, I'll just say a normal person. But what, what you see with that, though, is the programmers. That's their rally. That's not, you know, some grassroots women's thing. That's a, You look at the posters. They're all brand new, pressed. It's all about social engineering. That's really the whole thing that's going on. And I just want to stand there and say with some colleagues of mine, it's going to get a lot worse. I don't know if it gets better, but it's going to get a lot worse from here. And, you know, and, it, and I think if, if people are outraged, God-fearing people are outraged at, you know, they're doing a lot of this to trigger the God-fearing people and hoping they get violent so they can put down the rebellion and get rid of them. You understand that too, right? So now is the time um, you really have to put on Christ. You really got to not get angry and then, and then react like that. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's the, you've got to be blameless. We, not you, but you know, we, me, you, all of us. We have to be um, without fault. Now, if they come up and abuse us out of the blue, we return that, you know, abuse with, because um, we, we know we give that to the Lord and we turn that with a, a kind word or whatever. We're not just heaping hot coals, we're breaking that programming. But that's the only thing that, that's the only weapon right there that can actually succeed. Because any kind of, anything to do with brute force, see, that's them, brute force. Their programming never worked at MK Ultra. Never, ever, ever. I mean, you could get a job done like a Timothy McVeigh or a, you know, the, the guy that really headed that up, who they kept it in secret. They never even wrote books about him. Even Peter Bregan never wrote a book about him. He wrote more about mind control than anybody almost. Uh, was Louis Julian West. Dr. West. Mm. Dr. West. He left Oklahoma to come out to Los Angeles after killing an elephant with overdoses of LSD. He's the LSD guy. They brought in LSD and gave it out massively. I think they put it in water, too. They put it everywhere because he, they, Reagan, et cetera, you people think, oh, Ronald Reagan, he was involved in social experimentation. He was involved in wanting to uh, put chips in black people and Latinos to keep them uh, under control. And he wanted Louis Julian West to do it, and they were going to use the Nike missile base as a base, but already West was out in Lancaster. The, the, that's uh, actually where Phil Spector is, out in Lancaster. Um, so they were already there at the jail, and they're out in Cabazon. They're out, you know, they're all over the place. And, 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 but wherever Louis Julian West goes, it's CIA. And uh, so all the psychiatrists under him, that means all the ones who mattered in Los Angeles, some 500 of them, were all CIA too. And what are they involved in? Well, the, the, the main reason for the psychiatrists working on the individual level, so someone like me, would be to get me to understand that I have to conform and do what I'm told or else it's crazy. Look at the treatment Ye is getting now. Now, I'm, I'm, I act pretty normal, so I mean, I don't think, um, 
I say some some really um, things that might seem inflammatory, but are not. You know, not. I'm not really that charged up with rhetoric. You know what I mean? And you know, it's it's. Uh, I think we all know that we're under a judgment of God right now. And I think we all know that uh, that <clears throat> what matters now is what the Lord expects of us. You know, for all people that are truly, truly, you know, Christian, putting God for first, you know, I'd say any God-fearing person, you know, I, I don't really care what religion you are, since religions are not really, I'm not religious, I don't follow a religion, I just follow Jesus, and, you know, I follow the word, and that's, that's where I have to be, because you know what, it's funny, every time I see someone post a word, you know, even one of rebuke, it's like, it's perfect for me. You know, just like it at random. And it's like, who could do that? Only God can do that. You know what I mean? And I see that. I see that authority of the, you know, whatever, say what you're going to say. But most people have a sneaking suspicion that King James is, is uh, you know, is a, is a, is a uh, kind of a sacred thing. It's like, even though you could find mistakes in it and contradictions, it doesn't really matter. When it's speaking to you, it becomes a, like a living thing. You know what I mean? When it's speaking to you, if you're, if you have no Holy Spirit or no spirituality, if you if you don't have any faith, it's just a, a big stupid book. I mean, there's no point to read it. It's not going to do anything for you. You might as well shut it. You know, it, seek the Lord first, and then and then see what He reveals in the book, and that's the that's the proper order. Always Lord first. Always God first. Always right. And God made the world through what? He made the he made everything that is made through the word. And how could John want you know the first chapter of John really know that? How could the first chapter of John actually know the key to Genesis? Right? How could the how could we have figured out that the 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 stone of the corner that was rejected by the builders? We're just going to speak in Jesus talk now. People that don't understand it won't understand me. So how could they reject the stone of the corner? Of course, that's that's number one, to reject God. And then, of course, do the opposite, which is so funny how they all fall into that. Of course, they're not too bright. So they reject God, and yet the stone that was rejected in the corner, this is the important part of that verse, it becomes the cornerstone. And they reject the stone that would later become the cornerstone. So the prophecy is Jesus is king. Jesus will rule and reign because he is the cornerstone and he is also the word from which through which all things that are made are are created. God created everything through the word. And that then places creation outside of, uh, in a sense, out time, outside time and space, so that there is no beginning and no end. <laughs> try, try with your loopholes, you won't do it. There is no beginning and no end. And therefore, there's no end of you. And if we could just take hold of that idea, that death is not 
the end of anything. It's just, I mean, it's the end of this flesh experience, but then we move on. And um, I, I'm sure it's way, there's a lot more to it than this kind of, you know, sort of almost kindergarten view of heaven and all that. I mean, that's not what's going on. It's almost like you're in this simulated world now, of course, run by God, ultimately, a test for us, you know, a Jobian test. And where you were headed, though, is, you know, you were, you were already conceived of before you were in your mother's womb. You, you were conformed to the mind of Christ before you came to this world. That's why you've had a trouble here. Because your mind, right out the, right out the gate was already, was already, I mean, that's obviously uh, what's happened. But, you know, they, they um, you know, they kill millions of these, you know, pure hearts. They tried to find them and kill them all worldwide. And, um, you know, the people that go along, uh, well, we can minister to them later. You know, they, they, I wouldn't want to be in their shoes necessarily to be, to know Jesus is Lord and to have turned against him and worked against him and worked to hurt and even kill uh, you know, the pure hearts out there. You know, the, the ones that, you know, they've never been in, you know, or seen anything to do with Satan and they don't know anything about it. They, they know they don't feel great, but they're trying to, you know, they're trying to make their way through life and, uh, and they're, they're made fun of quite often. Um, you know, because people laugh. They say, you know how easy it could be for you if you would just bow down? They say, yes. And they say, I, I can't do that. I would lose my soul. Oh, how dare you say that, right? Oh, that's not going to happen. Who said you'd lose your soul? Uh, where did you hear that? And and you know you you know that uh, bowing down is an act of worship, right? And who would you bow down to? But the collective, and what does that represent? Satanism, worldism, uh, occultism, uh, you know, other than you know, blasphemy against the Most High God is what it represents. So you're going to bow down to that. So everyone that's bowed down to that, I've, it's amazing how many. Well, you can see in the world with the COVID thing how many of them there are. Can you believe that? But but well, why don't you put it in this perspective? Th- this one guy, he gave me this 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 thing. He said, you know, a third of the angels fell, and then he goes two thirds of man to make three thirds. And I just I get stated in my mind is, does it look to you like two thirds? When you look out there at Australia, New Zealand, and EU, and America, and China, and you know, Taiwan, and you know, Saudi Arabia, and just around the world, what is that? Uh, look like to you? Does it look like two-thirds to one-third or even more extreme? 90% to, to maybe 10, right? I mean, it, or, or almost 100% if, if you have no, no contact in your life, you know? And the other thing is, is that, you know, what God hates is this. The wrong people, and you know, my reference is Ezekiel... Uh, Oh, I think it's Ezekiel 13. The uh, thing that God hates most of all is how his people 
you know, have been targeted to do the dying, to do the suiciding, to to be hurting, to be, you know, downtrodden, to be uh, giving up, to not understand. And that the other ones who are wicked, who hate God, who will continue on all the way to death with that, they're the ones that get to thrive and get to, to be successful and get to, you know, they have their families and their retirements and their parties and their marriages and their dinners and their vacations and their whatever it is they have. All that stuff. You know, what you see on the TV commercials. And and they get to thrive though they are the wicked. And then the, the pure hearts get blamed for everything and get hurt and whipped and and you know that that upside down world is what God hates. So you can see, oh no, I mean hatred, like a like a repulsion type hatred, like a almost like a blow up all the planets type hatred. You know what I mean? Just like a uh, no, you know, not compatible with. And um, the test is Jobian. In other words, given those circumstances, will you stick with the Lord despite every reason on earth? On earth to, uh, you know, to switch sides. And, you know, and the people on the other side are convinced, you know, that, uh, you know, they're convinced even they can't rely on you because they think that someone's going to pick on you. Someone's going to come get you. Someone's going to hurt you. So therefore, I can't, you know, you can't really be involved because you're, you know, you're radioactive, you're toxic, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with the the uh, pure bloods now. We have the pure bloods out there. Those who have the discernment by God, you know, obviously, there's no other place it would come from, uh, to not take the jab. You know, it's like a supernatural thing because they put so much force in the propaganda. Everybody was lining up for it, but but the pure hearts did not. The pure bloods did not. So now there's this whole thing about... Um, transfusions that that there there's not they're 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 trying to stockpile now pure blood transfusions and pure blood 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 of the non-vaccinated has become a huge premium in the world now nobody wants the tainted blood of the vaccinated it's even gone to the point where um this the you know what's his name andrew tate a uh i don't want to make him so far but uh Kind of an arrogant young guy who pisses off the uh, you know the the the, uh, the left the the compliant ones. He says he doesn't want to sleep with any vaccinated women because he's got women crawling all over him. So he's, he's, he doesn't want to to sleep with any you know unvaccinated. And more and more and more, that's becoming another thing. Uh, you know, sleeping with the unvaccinated, being around the unvaccinated, uh, needing blood and getting it from someone who may be vaccinated, not a good thing. Don't want it because, it would, you know, don't, don't want those spike proteins. Don't want those weird plastic things growing in my veins. Don't want the blood clots. Don't want the myocarditis. Don't want the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the whole thing. I don't want, especially, don't want the dulling of the brain. Now, I'd gone through a fatigue part of this COVID thing. Now, 
how many out there of you have gone through that? And I think that my, you know, I wasn't, you know, I think my partner there, Larry, I think he went through the same thing when I did. And it went for a certain time and it's kind of, you know, on its way out now, but it's, uh, it's, it, it's, I think it's part of this COVID thing. It's just lasted, it was just a extreme fatigue, extreme like drain of your iron in your blood, you know, anemia, you know, all that. I think that was also part of the, uh, the, the cocktail, the infection, plus the use of the uh, 5G. Because I noticed when I really got it was, uh, you know, when I was exposed to a lot of 5G in Houston. And when I came back here, I just, I just couldn't, you know, I kept, every time I drove, I kept falling asleep. But I couldn't, I couldn't drive on my own anymore because uh, of that problem of, you know, and I thought I've got narcolepsy. I started looking into that and you know, figure out how I could, uh, you know, uh, hack my brain, you know, chemicals, my brain chemistry without, you know, without using like uh, amphetamines and things like that, you know, you know, kind of tricky, but having to make up for what somebody did, because I mean, that's not normal, right? So my serotonin level, my, my dopamine level, my epinephrine level, and other levels, uh, we're way down, and what the the recommendation they give you for this is antidepressants, right? And they use a test like, do you cry at commercials? Like you hear a commercial and, and and you're watching it, and you start crying. I would cry at everything. So they go, okay, the, all your levels are down. You're extremely depressed. So here's a you know here's the newest antidepressants, right? Because he, because what's happening is you're you're your chemicals in your brain are, you know, completely drained. You have, uh, you know, they, they, they need to, uh, you know, to be there in order to have a sense of well-being, even if it's misguided, well-being. And, you know, so, so a lot of people, you know, they'll smoke pot and they'll get a little dopamine thing hit going, or they'll, they'll do this or they'll do that. But, you know, there are compounds out there that... Uh, uh, you know, are stimulative that, that can deal with the brain and not, you know, and not the body, not inhibit sleep and not, not be like, I think the worst thing that, you, you know, no, I'm fully uh, aware that some people uh, to get through this disease, because I think there's a time, I think the thing actually wears off after a while. But this thing that I'm talking about, you know, really hits older people. And, you know, it's, it's you know, uh, it, it, and it's easy to hide from because you can say, oh, look, well, he's this age and now he's, you know, hit this depression, this brain thing. This happens whenever the cognitive decline begins, you know, this kind of thing, we need to treat it. So they have all kinds of drugs they can treat it with. And of course, I've, when, yeah, I don't, I don't go that way. Um, but I know I had to treat it because I was becoming dysfunctional. And, uh, and so, you know, I sought to, you know, I have to, every day is kind of a balancing act, but, uh, I have to make sure, you know, one way to increase the dopamine I understand is to turn music up really loud, just start moving your body around. You know what I mean? Just get into it. You know, like maybe when you were young, you had like uh, rock and roll or, you know, all the drum beats and you like play air drums and stuff, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, can can really because I know because you know I'm writing I mean here I'm engaged in the hardest thing you can do which is writing a novel you know it's like the hardest thing you can do it's like a marathon you know 
Okay, so if you're falling asleep, as I not on this one, but, but you know, I go so long, then start, you know, I wake up, you know, an hour later. What, what happened to me? You know, and so you got to get through that, you know, through that 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 pace of that novel, which is a grueling, you know, a novel is a grueling, uh, you know, it's especially today where time is going so fast. It's a it's a it's a real marathon to get to the end and, and to and to not screw it up, and. Um, so I'm, you know, involved in, right now I'm having the pleasure of, uh, I'm finding out things about Girl Next I don't even know if I want to know. I can guarantee you one thing, there's a million things you're going to get out of this. Yeah, I, I almost feel like putting it out there on its own rather than as a, uh, uh, you know, a, a basic uh, retelling of the story because it's telling it from the perspective of, uh, you know, intelligence agencies uh, you, you know, uh, pro, you, you know, mind control programs. Uh, who's involved in it? Uh, you know, uh, surveillance. So what does surveillance mean? You know, the uh, you know wet work, black ops, and how the black ops has really taken over the world. You know what I mean? So, you, so you've got all that, which is the military wing of the new world order, which is basically the you know sort of you know, satanic world order promised by all the philosophers and writers like H.G. Wells and Bertrand Russell and, you know, Nietzsche and, and all the, you know, th this dream of this one world, you know, Adolf Hitler, uh, which, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's funny how the G20, where Klaus Schwab was speaking at Bali, the logo they had was a swastika. And I'm like, you know, I, what have I been, and everyone, they scoff at me, you know. I've been saying this Nazi for, because I knew from my, my, my grandfather, you know, that where, where this, all, all, this whole, you know, world that is, you know, that ends up in, you know, it looks like it's like, you know, British Israel, and then you go, no, not British Israel, it's, it's really the Vatican, oh, it's not the Vatican, it's, you know, nobody thinks about these Nazis and, and, you know, that was an outward manifestation, but the inner workings of those secret societies that, that were you know, involved in that in Switzerland, Austria, Germany, I guess it's Teutonic, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and uh, you, you know, the, the lineage of all that. And I think that'd be a fascinating study to do. But, you know, you, you know the, the people that, that had invested in Hitler, the Gates fa family and foundation... Uh, you know, the Bushes, uh, you, you know, the many, you know, iconic American families, you know, are beholden back to this Nazi thing. And funny thing about it is this Fourth Reich and Final Solution, you know, the Final Solution and the eugenics, which Bill Gates is so proud of, which I've got, if I were anybody anywhere, I wouldn't let him in my country. Yeah, he's a, he's not, he's a, he's, you know, he's a, he, he wants to murder, he's a murderer. I mean, that's basically what you're doing is letting, you know, criminals walk around free and people getting killed on the street now, right and left. And they're, you know, all they can think about is social justice warrior, warrioring and, and, and lawfare and going after, you know, Alex Jones and dumping all his, uh, uh, you know, draining him for a billion, a billion large to make a point. And... Um, the thing about that that's so kind of ridiculous is that uh, 
uh, it's um, it's all blatant and in your face. You know what they really want and who they really are. In fact, it's never been so open. If I were a kid right now and talking about all this, you know, I don't think they'd be able to make me think that I was just crazy. Which is through gaslighting, they they made me think I was crazy, and that that it really in order to hide the truth about the you know the these elite families and, and so forth. You know that uh, you know so that's where I got the idea. I believe. You know, I started, you know, off with with uh, being scoffed at by, you know, Coast to Coast Radio and Art Bell and all that because, you know, I think they felt I was too, I painted it with too broad a brush. You know, basically saying, hey, it's everywhere, everything all the time. The guy in the 7-Eleven to the guy in the, you know, the chairman of the board and everyone in between. And when you go there, i.e. the truth, they can't handle it. And so they, you know, and that's the same thing with, uh, you know, with I did an interview with Sean Stone. I mean, years ago now, but the same thing. They couldn't air it. It starts touching upon the benefactors. It starts touching upon, you know, the, the very fabric of society. It starts touching upon the reality. But if you choose to ignore the truth of that and live in the alternate reality they've assigned to you. Uh, you know, you will live a life of delusion. You will live a life in Plato's cave. You will live the life of a slave. You will live a life of someone that doesn't know their own mind and doesn't know their own self. You will live a life that as you get older and you go into cognitive decline, you won't even remember your, your real life anymore. All you know is that you're there enjoying your fruit bar or your your or your your popcorn waiting for death at you know a, a death row you're not going to ever even know why you lived it, it, you, you, to you it may as well be just a fiction it won't matter anymore as long as you can watch your ball game and have your candy and you know die on cue i mean that's basically where we are at with all of it and um but the difference is Man now has the, 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 the gift of being able to wake up globally, quiet in there, okay? Because it's, there's nowhere to hide right now. You can't hide under this, uh, you know, it was all satanic panic and Geraldo can't find a, uh, or Oprah can't find a case of... Uh, Satanic abuse anywhere in the United States. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like so far gone beyond all that. So much in your face. I don't know how people, you know, stick to those conclusions. And, you know, obviously they're, they're quoting books of psychiatrists and other people that are basically apologists for something that's outrageous. You know, mass conscious slavery on a mass level. And, you know, the funny thing about it is, you know, sex and all that, that's a part of it. But the biggest part is obedience. That's the big word, obedience. Funny, that's a big word with God, too. Loyalty. This is what's really, really important, loyalty. Will you be loyal to the living God? 
though everyone tells you to do the opposite and it even forces you. Through your faith in the living God, do you stay in fidelity with God and truth or do you sway when it's, you know, when it's not convenient? You see, people that sway when it's not convenient, do you really think that God will take you? You really think you were chosen? How could you be chosen if you sway back and forth? You know, if you were really, you know, of God, you you would automatically wouldn't do that. The minute you met Jesus, that would be the end of it. I mean, you know, speaking from a purely pure heart perspective. Uh you know, see that's see that's the thing about the Bible. You know, you go along, and I know if 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 there's any banning in the Bible, they'll say it's because there's hate speech in there. But really, it's because it tells the truth about your our world, and that is why they want it gone because they don't want people figuring it out. They want them to be not asking any questions, doing the little tasks they're asked to do. You know. Giving up their children, you know, ideas of monogamy, wives, children, central family, any kind of thing like that, and, and everything that has to do with, you know, lawlessness and rebellion, all that stuff against God, you know, to, in order to, and I was thinking last night, it looks like what they're trying to do is get God, you know, to, to manipulate God into smacking down America through the immorality. But that's, Probably not going to happen because God's not going to be triggered like that. God's not manipulated. So I think what happens is there is a backlash. And it just depends how strong that's going to be, that backlash. But during that backlash, times are going to be very, very rough. We're in a state of civil war. State of civil war, uh, it's going like, you know, it's basically a war of hatred on the internet, right? If you want to see some great hatred, you want to see some funny thing. Go go look at how they talk about Elon Musk before he bought Twitter, and now that he bought Twitter, look at it. Look at the same people, the tweets they had before, the tweets they have now. Unbelievable! These people are loyal to no one. They have respect for nothing, especially not themselves. Yet they're all they're all pretty much celebrities, and they're all tweeting because they're celebrities, and they say nothing. And they've gotten dumber. Like I said, Stephen King was the big, he was the big, because uh, I've been watching him for a while, and I'm like, he changed. He he used to be very witty. And I've always respected him as a writer, not his political views, but I mean, you know, now it's 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 pathetic. It, 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 it's, you turn away, you know, kind of to protect him. You don't, but then again, everyone around him is an echo chamber. Yay, Steve, yeah, get Trump, you know. He keeps going on with Trump, Trump. I think this Trump derangement syndrome is a big part of the programming because the more they keep him focused on Trump, the less they know about anything else, right? I think Trump is pretty much, I think I think he's going to probably fade out. That's my prediction on Trump. And I'm I'm sorry, but I called it. When he did what he did, that was the end of that, you know. I was I was out. And I've been out ever since. I can't go there. You know, I know probably there's a lot of double standard things I'm doing that are maybe hypocritical in a way because I'm not right aware of them. But this idea of, you know, you know, backing, you know, 
It's almost like he was a Pfizer commercial. You know what I mean? And, they, 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 and he said they're good friends of his. And they, I'm like, oh, no. And then there was the whole Scottish Freemasonry thing, which, of course, we knew with the uh, with that new golf course they had. And, you know, and there's that whole, you know, whenever you're compromised in Freemasonry, this is what was wrong with Los Angeles. It's everyone that did business there were, you know, they had one thing in common. They're all you know, high-level Freemasons and, you know, Jew and Gentile alike. Now, when they're out of that Freemasonry having their own clubs, like their golf clubs and things, they'd have Jews over here and, you know, wasps over there. And Now it's all blending, you know, and all these clubs are blending now. But the same thing, though, the Freemasonry obviously continues as the bedrock. That's the real cornerstone. If, if you want to know something about Los Angeles, it's been built on the cor- with the bedrock of Freemasonry, just like the Denver airport and Denver itself, the Denver Mint, Denver, you know, the... The Washington Monument, Washington itself, the architecture of Washington, you know, uh, you, you know the uh, the icons of Freemasons, the Baphomet pose of, of George Washington. You know, I mean, we can go on and on. The Shaft of Baal, the Oval, uh, you know, fucky fucky, the the Oval, uh, you know, with the uh, reflecting pool, uh, you know, reflecting the Shaft of Baal into the heavens. <laughs> I can't make it up. It is what it is. That's their religion. When John McCain was buried, you saw a Babylonian ritual. And nobody batted an eye, did they? Unbelievable. So I guess that proves, you know, that I had a a dream that the, uh, you know, the, the, the financial crisis, you know, when it would go, like Revelation 18 was really... You know, gonna gonna be like a, a Wall Street thing. You know what I mean? The fall of Babylon, and everybody is upset. But uh, it's so global now. I don't know. We don't even have any money. They just print stuff. I mean, I have no, I have no idea what, how anything is going these days. I do know one thing though. If I look at gold and commodities like silver and gold, I said, well, that kind of inflation in the past, those things have gone up exponentially. Why is it they don't budge? And the, the the answer is because the entire game is fixed. So what you have, what you don't have, it's all fixed. There are by those evil people, probably you know the. Uh, but anyway, you know they engineered the wars. They engineered the you know the the, the failure of the French Revolution, the the, uh, the the American Revolution. You know, and then you go, oh, founded by Freemasons. You know, the the French Revolution. Oh, founded by Freemasons. Oh, I see. And if you go through it, you know, you realize, and then, then you had the, 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 the topper there, which, which was the Jacobins. And, um, you know, I guess those would be like the modern communists today. <laughs> it just, nothing changes. It's just the same man just seems to want to do these things and, you know, be inducted, be, in, be uh, you know, uh, initiated into where he belongs where he can get an attaboy from somebody, where someone will return his phone call, where he can, you know, apply for a loan and get it and be able to build something. And, you know, and he's having a great time building the bridge on the River Kwai and, and uh, you know, finally getting a little self-esteem and feeling, getting his hair cut and put, getting a nice jacket cut for him and, and uh, you know, wearing some shoes and going to that ball game and, yeah, going and having all those perks and, oh, boy, that's great. Yeah, he feels good. But then he realizes, oh, my God, everything I've done, 
Everything I've done has been by the power of Satan. Oh my God, what am I going to do? The answer is repent and don't and be grateful that you, if it works, I'm, I don't even know if it works. Try repenting because if God takes you, and you know, I think He will. You know, as long as you're, the, if, don't ever, you know, I, the advice I have for anybody, everybody, don't look back. You repent. You give it to God. You go. You know. You know. Systemic repentance. I.e., my entire life I've been serving the devil, and now, Lord, I see you are God, and I, I just, I, I just, please deliver me out of this mess. They're going to kill me if I try to leave. Well, of course they're going to kill you. You know what I mean? Of course they're going to. They're going to try and kill you. I mean. You know, I mean, that's that's what they did to me. They tried to kill me over and over again. And I tried to kill myself over and over again. But that wasn't God's plan. So you got to trust the Lord. I mean, good time to start. But you got to repent. When you repent, you know, you just don't look back. You don't look, you don't think like, gee, I wonder what would have happened had I, been doing, had I done this or had I done that or if I was in this club or that club or with those people or I became a servant of this guy and then, and then he boosted me up into the, you know, all that kind of, Stupid pyramid talk. You know, the fact of the matter is we're not in a pyramid. This is not a pyramid scheme. It's a one-to-one relationship with the Most High God through Jesus Christ. It's the one thing offered that can get you out of this uh, simulated hell where you have no say in anything, where a lot of bad things happen to people who don't deserve it, obviously, who don't deserve it. But, you know, what we've failed to do as a people here, my favorite topic right now is Disney. You know, just in in watching Disney Disney stock collapse and then watching they fired the other guy and got Iger back. You remember Iger? And Iger goes, you know, it's there's nothing wrong with the policies at Disney. It's about right and wrong, he says. And I'm thinking about all the... Um, you know, right and wrong. So obviously the whole goal of Disney is to create a world, ultimately a sexual child's world, you know, as a park, as a theme park to you know, to take your kids to. I mean, to open that end of things up and they're really pushing for it. And um, it's, uh, you know, it, uh, one way they do it is by, you know, pushing a lot of teenage sexuality and cartoons and stuff and, you know, and, and you know, younger younger people looking at pornography until finally they they get going. Pornography is a devil's tool, obviously. Um, you know, we've all looked at it, but you know, you know that uh, where it leads, it leads to exactly where we are as a society right now, and it will keep getting worse. I've also said to myself, I've been waiting for them to start screaming. When will they scream? And I've been told that they're not going to scream. They're going to blame. They're going to blame. It's kind of like what Mel Gibson did in his apocalyptic movie, Apocalypto. When things got rough out there and people were starting to suffer, they started multiplying the sacrifices, the violence, the blame. And so looking for people from other tribes to, uh, to, you know, to you know, rip their hearts out and throw them down the pyramid or whatever they would do. 
Uh, because, but the more they sacrificed, the gods weren't listening until finally the whole thing broke apart. The whole thing collapsed because uh, based on a faulty premise that by killing people, by human sacrifice, the, God, the gods would be favorable to you and allow you to continue to exist. That's what they think. They think a lot of things. A lot of this stuff, a lot of those kind of you know ways of thinking about the occult and stuff and witchcraft are in uh, the Girl Next uh, book. And you can see... You can see how it can go off the rails and how it always how it how it always does for the people that are you know the most greedy and the most sinful in a sense you know that that God is not mocked what you sow so shall you reap and so how you go well how do I tell I'm surrounded with five G and this that city and people maybe I'm serving the devil I don't know it uh, well then you need to enlarge the space of God in your life. In other words, uh, you know, you can focus on God more to, to counter all the negativity. Really, all, all Satanism and, and satanic consciousness is base. That's why you'll see people degraded intellectually. The IQ of Twitter has gone down. I mean, you know... I used to wonder, you know, gee, I'm not that good at these comeback comments. And all of a sudden, I was like, great at it. Too good. I got to stop it. It's, it's, it's no place for me. You know, I already feel convicted that that's not my life is making, you know, mincemeat out of these, you know, these, uh, these sort of uh, you know, feeble-minded fools, you know, by... And, and and just by coming up with a comeback line, it's, it's a waste of time. You get caught up in it, and it's just a waste of time. You know, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What the, what, what's the point of that? There's no, just waste time. Uh, but what I've noticed is that, you know, where they used to be really particularly uh, snarky in a, you know, kind of a witty way, you know, intelligent way, is gone. And you can check that if you like, uh, you know, and see what you think about it. But that's my observation. And I, I do believe that they will, uh, I, I do believe that there will be no damn reckoning for them because by the time that comes, I think they'll be so stupid they will know their ass from a hole in the ground. I'm watching it happen to them and I'm, I'm just going, yeah. And they can obey. I mean, they can be intelligent in what they're told to do and go do that. You know, playing basketball, you know, acting in a movie, you know, doing this or that. I mean, you know. But uh, you're starting to see um, the aspects of the, the, the sick, disgusting, idiotic, uh, fruitless aspects of their pursuits. They're starting to notice that, you know, they've been duped to thinking they were influencers. They're not influencers. They're slaves. They're mouthpieces, just like they use them as a speaker. They're not influenced. They have nothing to do with it. They're told what to say, and they say it. They're chosen because they 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 they, they obey scripts that they give a, give them a script and they do it. But some of these people really really have have lost it. I mean, I I don't know if that's true worldwide. Is that something about the jab? Is it the jab that's done that? Is it the frequencies? Is what? Why why am I? Um, not involved in that. Why am I at the top of my game right now, intellectually? Why have I 
No, I mean, if I don't feed my brain, I'd probably go into some kind of cognitive decline myself. But I mean, I'm not like them. There's been a huge demarcation from because I haven't changed really. I'm the same, but they have. I when I say they, do I mean they that took the jab? Do I mean they that serve the devil? Do I mean they that you know that that are you know thinking that you know they're you know, people out there say this is the best the country's ever been. And Joe Biden's a great president now. Nobody could say that if they were, you know, semi-conscious. They couldn't say that. Just like, they, you know, you could say, well, Trump ruined his presidency, you know, when he went along with Big Pharma, you know, then, okay. Uh, you, you know, th- that's a statement based on something I observed, you know. But when you say that this is the greatest country on earth, that we've fairest election ever in the history of all elections was in 2020, and even fair election was in Arizona, uh, fair all the way around. Uh, if you say that, who are you? What are you? You're a deluded. You are psychotic. You are mentally ill. You are sick. So, you know, there are some scientists who are trying to push the zombie apocalypse. You know, making the humans feral. They've done a lot of uh, research on this. Certain compounds, certain drugs, certain frequencies can produce feral humans. And, um, and that would then bring in your cannibalism, the whole bit. You know, so is that you know, on the horizon? I believe it is. I believe you will see feral humans. We know there's, there's a few here and there, but I mean, you know, on a much larger scale, you know, and, and these would be the growing homeless population because they wouldn't want to wear clothes or, or uh, you know, they would eat like animals and, you know, it'd be a horrible thing to have to see. But that's where uh, perversion of truth, you know, perversion of science, perversion of anything good, you know, anything decent, you know, you know ruthless psychopathic killers in charge, Okay, this is where they would inadvertently lead everything, would be into the sewer, into ruin, into waste, into, um, you know, something that is, is, you know, would be the opposite of a utopia. They will never have a new world order. They never will have a utopia, and I know why. Permanence versus temporary. Everything they do is temporary. Why? Because it's all based on, on, on trauma. It's all based on fear. And therefore, it will fail because every time they open up a portal with fear and trauma, which they use people for portals, right? Just like CERN. They, they tie them together and then they open up the, all up to the same frequency that they try to use that. But... Uh, that won't work either because, see, the problem is it's temporary. If they wanted to, they could make things permanent. If they wanted to, they could make permanent objects like cars and things you'd buy. They would never go obsolete. They would be permanent, but they, but they won't do that. They They have to do it on trauma, and trauma leads to more trauma, which means the breaking of the programming. And now, with the time sped up so fast, prophetically not fast, but just just uh, 
attack, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a real world sense, it seems faster. Uh, you, you know, these breakdowns happen more, you know, more frequently. The more they try to make strides in control, the more they're losing control. That's another bright spot. Uh, no, nothing else to do. We just got to stay the course. We, we've got to just be blameless. I mean, you know, that's the thing. It's, it, and if something's bothering you, you're really gnawing at your craw and, you know, betrayal, this, that, the other thing, got to let it go. Got to get it out of your mind. Got to ask the Lord to take it for you, to fight that one for you. Because the greatest thing we can do right now is be joyous and at peace, okay? That's the, that's the thing we can do as a testimony that God is real. You know, the worst thing we can do is, is you know, like me the last couple of years, been reacting, yelling at the TV, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, yes, it's understandable, but we just aren't, we're not, have to rise above that. How can you when you're being showered with frequencies that want to bring you down? You got to bring your own frequencies in then. Well, an easy one is music, right? Music you like. And just get on to stuff that's really positive and tune the news out. You know, there you go. The other thing is be observant of the others, you know, it may be that this dullness thing that, that seems to have occurred, and it's not even, it's almost like, like when I look at Stephen King, it, to me it looks like, okay, so this guy I'd seen before, and now I'm seeing him again. He's not the same guy I saw before. Could I put it that way? You know, there's just something a lot stupider about him. I mean, you know, duller, you know, unwitty, uh, you know, a master wordsmith not using the language properly, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, pronouns. Uh, the pronoun thing is 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 uh, see if they can get away with it with uh, transmogrifying the English language. Uh, don't let them get away with it. This is English here. Uh, pronouns are pronouns, and they're meant to be specific things. They're not. Uh, you don't take words and use them for your own personal. Uh, you, you know, uh, scientific, uh, you, you know, myopic, idiotic, you know, concept. You know, you 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 work with the language. You you could you know, you could call yourself whatever you want, but making everybody else conform to that is evil. You know, I don't know. I look at. Uh, Netflix, all the, the 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 films for younger people, the younger series, they are using the they them, you know, the pronouns. They're very proud to say, well, you know, I'm gay, and I, my pronouns are, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, are they and them, or I'm non-binary, and I'm you know he and them, or you know her and, and him, or whatever it is. And when people do that, when they actually you know have the arrogance to think that you know they're they're superior. Because wherever that language came from was tainted with horrible people and everything. So they'll be the new purveyors of language. When that happens, it... it well, I don't say get mad, but I'm just like, but that's not my... It's got nothing to do with me. That's, you know, they can live in their little bubble and do whatever they feel like, but, uh, you know, I respect the English language. I respect it. I use it, you know, when I'm writing, and it's, it's, I, I, it's a challenge. 
to make it interesting, to make it readable, to make it make it fun, to to you know get details, to to mix it up a bit, to have a vocabulary, you know, other things, and you know, I've I've had a a lifetime of revering it, you know, the Word of God, the King James Version, the other versions of the Bible, people writing about stuff. You know, the written word is still king. The pen is still mightier than the sword. So that's, you know, so getting on Substack, um, you know, doing podcasts like this or whatever you want to do, you know, things like that where you're getting together with people that are sharing your, you know, your ethos, you know, your kind of worldview, your, your, your milieu, I guess you would say, and understanding what you're saying, understanding the language you're using, understanding there's a lot of concepts that I could go into that are pretty complicated, but uh, not first we have to lay down the, 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 the basic concept of consciousness, which we don't have. And this is where, you know, you know one guy that really got dumb and, and he, block, he blocked me was Sad Guru. Yeah, you know, I think a couple of you out there were, you know, where you know, because I, you know, the Lord wanted me to, you know, try to review. I couldn't get through to anybody over there. They're they're all devotees, you know. But this guy is not even. He's like one one hundredth percent as in, you know spiritually intelligent as Rajneesh, who was fairly intelligent about you know the satanic ways. But I can tell you this: that he uh, he says a lot of stupid stuff, and then he quotes it as proudly. These are sad guru quotes he has with a hashtag. And I'm like, you know, it's better to be in bliss than to be worried about things. There's stuff like that, you know, really, you know, shallow, you know, just, you know, stuff that's embarrassing. You know what I mean? And, 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 and people, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, he, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, well, I guess I succeeded in being, you know, I, I, you know, I would just remind him of, you know, certain th- points of logic, you know, and try to explain to him that, you know, he's trying to couch the whole New World Order ethos, you know, perspective, philosophy, if you will, not ethos, philosophy, into his, like, wise Indian guru sayings, his yoga sayings. And it just isn't a fit at all. You know, better to be confused about things than think you know something, you know. And it's like, well, of course the guru would say that. He wants to fill your head with his ideas. So you have to think you know nothing. If you think you know uh, something, then that becomes an impediment to having a joyous life. (laughs) Govinda can do this, the Indian guru imitation, way better than I can. But I mean, it's like, he's got, it's got, you know, it's so obvious he wants people to be open-minded where this is going and then help to, to, to make them happy. He, what he's trying to do, his whole philosophy is trying to make people happy within their lesser and lesser and lesser existences and that this is fair. So he has one doctrine of, you came into the world with nothing, so you're already on the prophet side. He, he says that. No, I know, I know, I know. How could you, on something that inane, get so many followers that would go, uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, it's he must have them hypnotized. Anyway, he's a shyster. He's a, uh, you know, he's a grifter. But he's got himself a pretty good gig. with the. He's been to the WEF. He's been, I think, through their school. He's been trained. 
So he uses language, the English language. And then he'll go around and say, you know, to different people doing farming practices, he wants to save the soil and all that, when actually, you know, the people that he works for don't want to save the soil. They don't want people to grow anything. So, you know, it's a, uh, it's very interesting. I, you know, to me, they own him lock, stock, and barrel. And, and I don't know that he could ever break out of his mind control. But, I mean, he's like, not sad guru. He's sad guru, but he's bad guru. You know what I mean? He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's basically a, you know, a set of false teeth. He, I mean, if you take, like, the Sai Baba as the ultimate of the gurus, let's say, Babaji, right? You take him as the uh, top yogi, if you will. And there was a lot of them, and lots of rumors and things they could do. And So if you take him as the top one, and then you look at Sadhguru and compare the two, you can see where that's gone. You know, even, even the interim one, which was Rajneesh, and then, you know, now we have Sadhguru, who's basically tried to blend in with also, uh, he's kind of kowtowing now to, uh, uh, well, you know, people that are being shaped into compliance and then how to be happy with it and how to be in bliss. And the answer is to do yoga. And then you won't matter how small your house is or how limited, you know. And, and you know, when people look at China... And you see people being uh, welded into their houses and starving to death. And the Chinese government does not care. You know, this is, uh, this is uh, the travesty going on in China right now. That, that is the new old order. And again, as I said earlier, if you want to see what uh, the plan is for America, it's China and for the whole world. Klaus Schwab has even said so. You know, it is arrogance. It is evil. It is disgusting way. He's lost a lot of weight lately. He got a nice suit. He's got all... He's really tried to sell it now. There was rumors of him having a heart attack. Uh, probably not true, but, you know, that was circulating yesterday. So that's in the consciousness, though. But he's had, a, you know, another heart attack. He had one. I guess he had one. And then and he's, you know, he's got issues with the ticker. And, uh, you know, I, I have no answer for him or Bill Clinton or Jeffrey Epstein or Bill Gates or, you know, all these people that go to Epstein Island. We have the list of people that have been, you know, on the manifest to Epstein Island. And, you know, it's, it's quite frankly, none of it is surprising to me. But again, it's everything, everywhere, everyone, all the time. How many got tricked and then it's been too many years now and they can't get out of it? How many? How many got fooled by the Beatles or the Stones or the, you know, the, rock, the rock stars coming out of England? How many got fooled with that? or ACDC, or, you know, whatever, you know. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, which really meant open yourself to being controlled. You know, that, that, that all these avenues would lead to, uh, you know, certain bondage. And the only one that could break the bonds is Jesus. 
So once we got into that configuration of knowledge, where we understand that it's that one thing that was provided, the blood of Christ, which was, you know, um, to pay for the, 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 the fallen, you know, the fallen slave, to redeem that person back to whole wholeness, and that it was a legal argument in the first place, and to have it so thoroughly rejected as, you know, couldn't possibly be with all kinds of obfuscation, with all kinds of, you know, religions and gurus and preachers and all kinds of stuff, you know, and falseness and, you know, patriarchy and tear it all down and, you know, live primitively, you know, eat sticks. Don't even have a world with humans on it. You know, I mean, you get rid of the whole thing. Forget it all. But don't ever tell me, smart Alec, that, you know, that there was, a, you know, a better way on earth. Don't ever tell me that there is a better way on earth. And don't ever tell me that what you want is a better way on earth because you what you want will probably lead you straight into the dungeon. So why would I follow that? Why would anyone follow that? And, you know, I, I understand the flesh is weak. The temptations, though, are for material things. You know, the hot chick, the, you know, the lifestyle, this, that, the other, you know, something. To, but, but for what purpose? Because the clock is still going. What are you going to do with uh, with all this opportunity? What are you going to do with, you know, with, uh, I was just thinking about, you know, big houses like 10,000 to 25,000 to 50,000 square feet. I'm like, you know, maintenance. Who are you going to do all this maintenance to? you got to have maintenance people there all day long, every day, right? Are there even rooms you even visit anymore? You know, what's the purpose of this? To show off to your friends, you know, you know, you you really made it. You you know, the, the, you know, look, ma, whatever, and she's dead for twenty years. What's the point? The point is, nobody can build anything permanently here, and, and nobody gets out alive. You know, we're all facing the same fate. So why not make the best deal you can get? Not your deal. I know how this one guy is talking to me. He's like. You know, there's, you know, he never really got to the end. He never really succeeded, you know, doing it the world's way. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, getting involved in the occult and different things, he never really succeeded, you know. And, and but then he tries to tell me how great it, you know, how, you know, in order to really do anything, you've got to do it the world's way. And I'm so, I feel like saying, but, but you failed. You know, financially, you failed. You didn't succeed. So I don't understand. You know, why would you be touting it? If, you know, and, and, and well, we, you know, so I could get something done. And, uh, you know, I, I see. Well, no, good luck with that. I, I uh, you, you got to be intellectually honest. 
you got to evaluate your life and just come up with, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and, you know, see if you get noticed, see the people around you, you know, betraying you every other day and betraying each other and, you know, fornicating and jumping into the, you know, to lying and, you know, all everywhere, you know, the corruption is growing. And then tell yourself, is that system the one to conform to or is the, or is Christ the the direction to hold us to peace. To me it's 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 you know it's a no brainer. It's the best deal is Jesus Christ, but what comes with that is a you know, you gotta earn it. In other words you're gonna have to pay for it. Meaning persecution during that time, you know, as you're leaving Earth. And we're expected to grow the gospel or share it and, you know, to to rejoice in it and to to and to to be glad and to you know to 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 get to uh, you know that that unfallen state if possible you know but it, but if if not to to continually repent and to keep striving uh, you know for the Lord and for that you know for the other side for that veil of death as we go through that there's another side to it and that other side is life. And that's where, well, that's where I'd like to be in life. You know, like I used to say, heaven is a billion dimensions, billions of possibilities, trillions of possibilities, uh, complete adventure, and nobody even knows, you know. But the activity we do here is about, you know, maybe a, a millionth of the activity that goes on beyond this. So people are very engaged, and I don't know what they become. I mean, I understand we become the tabernacle of the Most High God. I mean, that's fine with me, whatever. But that's got to be, uh, you know, it's mind-boggling. And I know that people want to hold on to their bodies and get together to have some fun. They don't want this to end. But the thing is, it's going to end. And that's what you have to factor in when you make a decision like, well, I'm going to follow Satan all my life because then I'm going to be happy. Uh, most of these people get dr- dumped they get dumped by Satan in their, you know, in their 60s. You know, when they, when they get past about 65 years old, they get dumped. Uh, and then a lot of them never really make it to retirement or to where they could retire comfortably. So they, you know, it becomes this ongoing struggle. And it wasn't supposed to be that way. It was supposed to be like, not you're on easy street, but now things will work. You know, you get to know the way it works here on Earth and then apply that, and boy, you can really go somewhere. And the answer to that is uh, better to be the guy that sees through all this, who does nothing to get anywhere. You know, better to be that guy because anything that you contribute to this only, only ramps up corruption. Unless you're doing something God's way, God first every day, unless it's that, not the world's way, you know. But most things built here are built on man's way, not God's way. You know, most churches are built on man's way, not God's way. And they have all these conforming architectures. It's, it's terrible. Who knows what God would do with us if we could just hear him and move with him, you know, in, into this knowing that he's always there, we're always connected, now we're going to move, now we're going to do something. 
I imagine it would be amazing architecture. So that's my, you know, I guess my argument would be now, uh, because time is very limited, there's, there's not much time to goof around. So now, you know, you're, time to get permanent. You're all, all you Satanists are living in a temporary fool's paradise. You know, all of you are. Promised by Satan, if you, you know, do his bidding, okay. All of you are living in that fool's paradise, which evaporates in your life, which won't be there for you when you, when you need it. You know? Because it's not permanent. It's only temporary. Those who have sown to the Lord will reap, uh, you know, eternity. That's, that's what you're dealing with. I am an eternal being. I never die. Never have. Always been. And that opening of knowledge about myself is what God's given me to see that and to try to help me get through those kind of times where I feel alone or slighted or hurt or things aren't going well. You've got to figure that, you know, we've been around practitioners of the occult. We've been around all kinds of people. And when they see somebody going along and they just can't wait to stop them, they just want to stop them. All they want to do is stop them. They see anything that's not kowtowing to the devil, they want to stop them cold. And anything like that, you wouldn't want to be a member of. You wouldn't want that karma on you. You know what I mean? Can you imagine the payback that's going to happen with these people? You know, when, it, when, it, when it, they finally learn everything they've ever done has been to hurt other people their entire life. They didn't know it. They thought they were helping, but they are really hurting. Then they have to say, oh, man, I just can't handle that. And then God, it's like, I can't stand before God. I've, I've, I've blown everything. I've, 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 it's, it's horrible. Everything they've done is to uh, further the uh, grip, the civilization's of human rather than the gospel, rather than tending to the Lord Jesus' flocks, to, to, to tending to the, to, to the brothers and sisters in Christ. Instead, it's been this pursuit. You know, in most cases, of nothing. And I said, well, when you're, when, when you're finally in your 60s and you get dumped, then what are you going to do? You know, and uh, they said, well, I just, I just thank God I'm not you. I'm like, well, you know, you may change your mind one day. And so... Uh, I'm trying to get this. Okay. Let's see if I can get in here. Ah, I'm still there. Okay, guys. Wow. 
couple hours. Anyway, sorry about the, the you know, the, the prayer meeting again. I was, uh, I think what happened is, uh, I was busy with with the novel, and I think the novel takes me into places that are really weird. So I was kind of fatigued from that. I, you know, I'm not quite sure. Could have done it. I guess just spaced it. I, I have no idea. But it may be time for a change to move it the date to the fifth. So we'll go on Monday morning, three a.m. Sunday night, Monday morning, three a.m. Mountain time, so that'd be uh, two in the west and uh, five in the east. And we will, you know, see what people have to say about the world. I know Govinda's got a lot to say about that and healing and alternative solutions to healing and well-being. And this is crap. You know, we're seeing this, too, with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. He's got... uh, He's got this alternative medicine thing you can sign up for and then get, uh, you know, telemedicine, including, you know, pharmacy, drugs, whatever it is you need, um, you know, um, ivermectin, whatever, you know, um, through that, you know, through a doctor there that you can have appointments with. It would assume, though, you know, if you're going to go telemedicine, still you got to get your blood done at, at a local place if you're going to do that. I've kind of... Um, I feel, you know, I'm kind of, I need to be removed from this world. I need to go to the moon or Mars or one of these so I can then be debriefed as to what happened here. Because I'm swimming in it, so I'm not able to see it as clearly, as as sharply as I should. You know, it's just all over. And um, I guess the good news is that they thought you know, they'd be closer. I mean, they intend to get where they want to go by 2030. Could we say that? That you, you know, that means they're going to ramp it up. So I want you to be, you know, ready for that, but I, you know, just understand who they are. Klaus Schaub was in the lobby of a D.C. hotel the other day. Yep. Nobody batted an eye. They walk right by him. You know, I'm just going to ask you if you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Do you know what I'm thinking? I mean, if you had a chance, uh, you know, Adolf Hitler, eh, just a thought. You know, I mean, you know, these guys walk around, you know, they go to hotels, they they eat food. They're, they're in, they, I mean, they're, they're not afraid of anything. They're protected, you know, sacredly. Worship our state. Our country worships Bill Gates. Do you know that? As a god. And um, it couldn't be more backwards. And then, of course, his little, you know, little goddess, uh, Marina Bravamich, who's undoubtedly one of the most obvious people in the universe. How could you miss that one? And, of course, her minions, like, you know, the, you know, pop singers, Lady Gaga and Madonna, and all that little cadre of, of witches, I mean, how could you miss that? It's easy, 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 easy pickings. Low-hanging fruit, buddy. Easy to see, easy to pick off. You don't deal with people like that. They don't, you know, 
deal with the brethren. People like that, people out there, you know, those that are in those things, you know, feel, I, look, I feel sorry for them. I really do. Their day is coming, and not too long from now, when they're going to realize, I mean, their day of reckoning will be the day they realize it's all been for naught. The phone doesn't ring. There's nobody to call anymore. It all ended. And then they'll realize they made a mistake. God has to sort it out as to what kind of mistake it was, whether it was, you know, a forever mistake. Was it an innocent mistake? What is it, greed, lust, jealousy, envy, get even, you know, uh, you know mistake? Was it, a, was it a murderous mistake? Or was it an innocent mistake? Everybody seemed to be happy over there, so I went there too. Um... I can certainly understand the argument of worldly success, <laughs> world worlder success, you know, versus eternal life or eternal spiritual soul success. Everybody was lamenting how Kanye ruined or yay ruined his career. You know, going out there and blathering about Hitler and stuff. He, he ruined everything. And what I would tell them is this, he gave his life, you know, he traded in his life, gave it to God instead of the world, you know, and made, you know, he, so he, that's the deal he made. What's your excuse? Sitting around criticizing him, you know, he, he, he's exercising his freedom to say whatever he needs to say, but he's, he's doing it in Jesus' name. So he traded in his worldly life for a life of Christ You know, what did I say yesterday? I said, you know, so he doesn't really, you know, he doesn't really need to have a, a career if, if, unless he does. Then he can have one. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't need your approval. He doesn't need to kowtow to his managers, agents, or anybody. He doesn't need any, you know, he's, he's like, okay, fine, you know. Here's the truth, and you're not going to intimidate me away from it. Because the truth is powerful. Because the truth is healing. Because the truth is singular. And that singular truth gives us a singular experience in, in, in the Lord, which, you know, in reality, put it that way. And, and so we not only know ourselves, we know, not only know the universe, we know pretty much, you know, anything and everything we need to know, we would know. I know they mock the Bible saying, you know, the Bible was written by people that didn't know where the sun went and, and stuff like that. And, 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 you know, that's fine. They can write whatever they want. The, the point is, is it the truth? Is Jesus Christ the truth? Meaning the stone rejected by the builders, but that became the stone of the corner. Is that him? Answer only you can answer that. But I haven't, you know what I mean? I've, I've been in the same, 
you know, I've been caught up in worldly things and stupid things and a lot of things I need to repent for, but one one is <laughs> not going to repent for Jesus because, you know, it was revealed to me because Satan tried to say that Jesus was irrelevant. And um, don't listen, God is everywhere. You don't need Jesus for God. Whenever I hear that, I know, okay, the, 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 the forked tongue is speaking. I know that. Why would... Why would you go out of your way to say that to someone out of the blue? Why not say, hello, how are you? Having a good day? Out of the blue. Yeah, they wouldn't. Proof. Okay. It is time to go, and I'm just trying to find a, a way out here. Hmm. Well, yeah, I have these songs. They're they're gone. Okay. So I'll see you next time. Uh. Next time being probably, you know, Monday night, uh, you, you know, Monday morning, Sunday late, uh, 3 a.m. And we just got to see if everyone's up to it on that day. And if they're not, then there'll be another announcement. If they are, then uh, great. We need the prayer. We need to get the perspective from people around the world, how they're seeing things, how they're handling it. And uh, it, it certainly is... You know, I, I knew in the end we'd be right. I knew it was what we thought, you know, this global domination by, by a group of elites. We, we knew it was um, about eugenics. We knew, we knew pretty much, you know, what the Georgia Guide said. We knew who was behind it. We knew about the, you know, the, the, the top people. And we, we, we knew that they could even try to get away in their own ark and leave us to suffer. We knew about all this. We just act like we don't, I think.
Sit down, stand up, ready for a fight.